Welcome to The Parenting Couch with Rachel Chappell and Sarah Levitt. Honest conversations about what parenting is really like, because let's be real, it can be hard. Proudly brought to you by northshoremums.com.au. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Parenting Couch podcast. I'm Sarah Levitt. And I'm Rachel Chappell. And today's episode is all about self-care. It is a crazy time of year, end of year, so much is going on. We're finishing everything up and we're looking forward to Christmas and perhaps one of your New Year's goals might be to spend a little bit, bit more time caring for yourself. So we have got a lovely lady joining us today who is all about self-care. Her name is Jill. She runs a salon in Barara Heights and also she's just opened a salon in Hornsby, the spa rooms, and she is going to enlighten us on lots of fabulous things that we can do to look after ourselves. Welcome to the Parenting Couch podcast, Jill. Hello, how are you? Really good, really good. Self-care, it's such a big topic. Let's start with you. What do you do as a busy mum, as a business owner, to look after your self-care? Okay, well, that's a good question because I have just opened a second one and I think the biggest factor in trying to find time, well, time is the factor, isn't it, for self-care. I have a quite a disciplined routine in the mornings and I know that that doesn't really work for everybody, um, but for me, running two businesses running a household, um, running a team as well and two separate teams, newbies that I'm inducting on board. Um, I really do have to have that discipline and spend that time on myself. Otherwise, it all falls apart. You have to keep yourself going. In the mornings, I need, it's my only time that I can really get my time. So I get up early. I get up at five o'clock in the morning. I go for a walk. I either take my dog for a walk or I put my buds in and I put meditation I do yoga in the mornings, not every morning, but I need to move my body because the work that I do is quite physical. Now, as I said, not everybody's going to get up at five o'clock in the morning. And the worst part is when you're in a state of feeling so stressed and time poor, you actually resist making that time for yourself. So getting up in the morning is a chore. It's a hard thing to do. So I'm not going to suggest that everybody get up at five to give yourself the time you need, that extra hour in the day to give yourself some self-care. I would recommend just carving out. One of the biggest things about self-care is allowing yourself to be really present when you're in a moment of self-care, redefining what self-care is. So it doesn't have to be three hours on a, in a day spa. doesn't have to be, I mean, I know a great place. <laughs> <laughs> but, but not everybody can do that. It can be five minutes mindfully enjoying your co- coffee in the mornings. It can be taking joy out of making your kids school lunches. I do, I wear my earphones around the house a lot. So I have my earbuds in and I listen to podcasts. I listen to, um, at the moment, I'm listening to a lot of Joe Dispenza, the quantum physics guy, uh, just about energy and how you can change the breaking the habit of being yourself and the way that you react Mm -hmm. to situations. That's what I'm listening to at the moment. Um, Yeah, I highly recommend it. He's great. 
that gives me the space and the time to be able to block out what's going on around me. So my kids are walking around and I'm smiling at them and they might be talking to me. (laughs) I don't know what they're saying. I'm just smiling. (laughs) If it's really important. I love it. (laughs) If it's really important, you know, then I can tell that I need to take my buds out. But most of the time I'm like, yeah, sweetie, no worries. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, mum, it's Mufti Day tomorrow. Don't let me forget. Okay. No worries. (laughs) Yes. Well, another part of self-care, right, is knowing your limitations. So I'm not all over all the school stuff. I'm often that mum calling friends at the last minute. Um, I think you just, you have to go easy on yourself. You can't realistically expect perfectionism in your life as a mum and as a working mum. It's completely out the window. So, yeah, I mean, it's a really big question, Rachel, because. Yeah, it is a big question. (laughs) I like like the big questions. So many different factors. Yeah. Um, but I would like to sort of say that as far as what I do for self-care is I just make sure that I have little moments of time for myself and whether that be putting my earbuds in when the kids are running around getting ready for school in the mornings and I'm chopping up veggies or putting in a packet of chips into there, because let's be honest, we all do that as well into their school lunch. Um, (laughs) that still for me is my time being present in that time. That's if, true. If you do go and have a three-hour spa treatment, it's not about spending, you know, 90% of it thinking about all the things that you should be doing rather than being there. You've got to surrender. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Yes. Easy, it can be easier said than done because I know that's my big problem is like actually turning off my brain because I have been lucky enough to indulge in your self-care massages before and they're amazing but my my mind is going oh it's going through the to-do list and what do I need to do when I get out of here what can I do before or in the moment to stop that busy brain Okay, so we do offer, if you do come to our place, not everybody does this, but we do a meditation at the beginning of every treatment. And the the intention for that is to get you into a state of lower brainwave activity before you're even on the bed. So you're already in a place where you're receptive to the sensory experience, what's going on around you, what you're smelling, what you're hearing, you're outside of your mind and you're in your body. So we try and do that in the spa rooms at the beginning with the meditation. But if you're going somewhere else that doesn't do that, the best like massage or any sort of um, Mm. treatment which is hands-on body is going to bring you into an element where you have that sensory focus. So you can move out of the brain and into the body by just becoming aware of the hands on your body. It's one of the benefits of massage is that sensory focus. You know, it works on all the different levels of your your body systems, but the central nervous system being one of the major ones and major benefits that you get out of any sort of spa treatment is wonderfully effective um, and something that I highly, yeah, you, you really do need to get yourself into that state of I'm here, I'm going to honor this time. I need this time, I'm paying for this time or it's been paid for me. So everything else that's going on out there that you've got waiting for you, your to-do lists, all the other places that you should be, the things that you can be worried about, as simple and as mundane as what you're having for dinner, 
is going to be there waiting for you at the end. So why waste your time and your money by not surrendering to the beauty and the bliss of the break that you've been given? The whole idea is to get you out of here. We spend way too much time up here. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And, I mean, that's great that you do you know, working on getting people to be present with meditation before, but that's not always the case. I think, you know, sometimes depending on where you are, I know Eckhart Tolle talks about looking at the clouds or the trees to help bring you present. So even if you're at the park with your child and your brain's oh, all, ah, I'm going to do that, whatever, you know, it's like bringing yourself present just by um, hearing the tree maybe if it's rustling or same thing of the touch of the massage or the, the even the music that might be playing if you can you know they all those things I've found are quite useful. The music yeah yeah and I think also too you know the more that you do that I decided last week just to I have a communal pool but no one's ever there and I thought you know what I'm just going to sit in the sun for 15 minutes eat my lunch do a few laps in the middle of the day I just find that like Divine. you just said instead of aiming for the three hours that you're unlikely going to do, little bits, whatever that looks like for you, like you say, progress, not perfection, because yeah. there's no such thing as that. But the more you can do that, the more it carries you. Like I know when I've done long yeah. sessions of meditation, it carries me. Like that stays with me for a week if I've done that, you know, I find. So I guess the more you're doing of it, the more likely that yeah. is to then help you move forward as well. And it guides you along the week. and. I find. I don't know if that's the case. Whatever that looks like, yeah. The more time, being absolutely. Present. I think it's really hard to sustain something that's um that's not a normal part of your life. If you are a meditator, then you know you are going to find it a lot easier and quicker to be able to drop into that space of peace and mental clarity and be in the body. But if it's new language to you and something you've never done before or you have this preconception of what you think meditation is, that you're just going to feel this instant zen and bliss, then Mm. it's going to be really hard to sustain. But the beauty of like being in a spa experience is that all of those um, sensorial elements, if it's a good place, (laughs) are Mm -hmm. already there for you. So you have that exactly like you said, Sarah, you've got the music to focus on. You've got an amazing therapist working their hands on your body. You've got the aromatherapy, which a lot of people respond to. I I was reading at the Health and Wellness Summit that they had for the spa industry this year that they're talking about more a more integrative health and wellness approach to the entire Mm -hmm. spa industry, which is great. That's that's yeah, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing. Let's talk a little bit more about the meditation because you are a meditation teacher. Yes. What are the benefits? of meditation and how do we find like I I always start with great intentions and I've got like a great app on my phone but and I get a reminder that says it's time to meditate and I'm like I don't have time for that no time tell me tell me tell me what what should I be doing we always we always resist at the times we need it the most yeah true true (laughs) whenever you see it and it's telling you to get on there Rachel you really do need to Firstly, with the benefits of meditation, the flow-on effects can change your life. It can be completely transformative or you could just find a little bit of peace in a moment. So you really need to have an intention behind what your, your meditation experience is going to be about. 
for somebody who is just starting out, I do recommend listening to guided meditations and starting five minutes yeah. at a time. The mm. benefits that you will find, I mean, they're so wide and vast, but all your body systems, your cardiovascular system, your central nervous system, your musculoskeletal system, when you're in a state of relaxation and peaceful bliss, mm. your energy and your vitality increases, your sleep becomes way more powerful and deep and restorative and it has been proven that bringing yourself down through the levels I mean we activate a lot in the beta brainwave state that's our normal state of being we're all in beta right now getting into alpha was more like if you think of like the childlike state I guess and then down into theta and even we can go down to delta theta is sort of where you sit when you're in that dreamlike state sleeping and then right down into delta you can completely transform your life <laughs> the way you react in situations are we we are a reactive society so a lot of our suffering stems from our reactions to things that happen around us and to us yeah the dalai lama says if you can't meditate in the middle of delhi train station then you can't meditate and i take that to mean that you know, sometimes I actually even say to myself, I think I'm in the middle of Delhi train station right now <laughs> mm -hmm. because I feel like there's just so much going on and crashing around. It's so busy. There's so much sensory external output. And I, um, you do feel like, wow, how do I find myself in peace in this state? But you can. And even as simple as three words, am I aware? Asking yourself that question when you find yourself in that state is a form of meditation because mm. you can't be aware, you can't be, sorry, you can't be not aware and ask yourself if you're aware. It's just yeah. impossible. Yeah. So I, I write it down. I get the girls um, at work to write it down. They can see it as a visual for them. Because uh, one thing that I hold really important is that our intention is to keep our focus and our presence through a treatment because there's nothing worse then you feeling that your therapist isn't with you. Yeah. Okay, so that's the tool that we use, am I aware? But it does work um, and something that I can recommend. And it, like I said, that can be the meditative moment that you give yourself, acknowledging that you're in a state of stress is a form mm. of meditation. <laughs> Sarah, you, you've um, explained that you sustain some large um, amounts of meditation and you can go for quite long mm. periods and that takes practice mm. and can be really daunting yeah. for somebody who knows that it's something sure. that they need to do. Every spiritual teacher is telling them they need to do it. But even to be able to say to yourself, okay, I'm, I'm in a state of stress and I don't want to be here right now, so what, what can I change? That is the, the smallest form of meditation. And then, I mean, I'm trying to go a little bit deeper than just saying put it on at night before you go to bed because you know that you can carve out that time for yourself when you first wake up in the morning to set your day. I mean, these are the – you can go on any podcast or, you know, Google it and they'll tell you they're the best times of the day to meditate. But for meditation to have a true effect, you need to be able to pull it into your everyday life when you're in a state of stress. Mm. that's the key yeah. yeah that's the state we're born in is that we're not born yeah. in a busy 
brain. Like we are born. Absolutely. Kids don't feel the stress. Babies. No way. And they yeah. are master manifestors because they have less crap in their clutter in their way of actually yep. setting intentions and, you know, the play because they play so much and we lose all of that. But I have to say that, you know, a long time ago when I started meditating, it was definitely something that I thought I'll never, ever be able to do this. My brain is busy as I never stop. However, obviously sitting in that is part of it and building. I started with five and then ten, and I'm not saying I do this every day, but I, I sort of have learned to do moving meditation a bit where I can be in my body and aware of it and watching what's going on and and taking moments like I said just to look at the trees or the sky the cloud um, to try and bring myself back when I can feel that going on it's I certainly haven't perfected the art let me tell you but I just want to say that I thought it was something I would never be able to do and then I could go to a group I found a group quite a few years at someone's house like I didn't even know them and I went there and there was like 10 people there and we do an hour and a half meditation it was extraordinary because the the power in the energy of everyone else wow and that amount of yeah. time was so deep like what it was oh, doing that energy, the healing you know, that it was meditation oh my goodness it was just amazing I should really go find that group again and see where that is we'll find a new one but anyway I just say yeah. like I agree you got to start small There's, but yeah, you know start do it like the guided ones are great that's how I started I couldn't do it on my own before that's exactly right yeah yeah like you said to me just now Sarah I haven't perfected it yet and neither have I (laughs) there's no perfect meditation there's no perfection in it it's messy and you can drop out of it and then come back in it's it's all about the intention the intention is 99.9 percent of it yeah if you have the desire, then you can do it. And you just take it, you, it's bringing your energy, your conscious awareness mm. out of your brain and into your body. Mm. Is it a more, I mean, it's obviously, obviously one of the big buzzwords at the moment is mindfulness. Does it enable you to be more mindful in everyday moments? Absolutely. And mindfulness leads to meditation and meditation leads to mindfulness. They're one and the same. I mean, you can have a mindful, almost meditative experience over a gin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking in the sunshine outside on your balcony with nobody else around with peace and quiet. That is a divine meditative moment. Yes. Okay. That sounds like my kind of meditation. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So this is what it is accessible to everybody. You don't have to sign up to trying to get to an hour's meditation and go the five, the 10, the 20. That is a way through. That is a path, but it's, and it's a good path, but it's not, it's not the only way. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Start small. Be aware of what your limitations are. Everyone's journey to it is different. You know, there's no, that's right. It's like mine was very weird, my journey through it and to it, but it's not weird. It just was mine and everyone. The benefits are incredible though and the wiring of the brain and the healing that goes on. Uh, Well, a lot of people come to it from traumatic experience. Of course. Yeah. yeah, and also being able to sit in your own energy. I think that's yeah. part of it as well. Um, we resist oh. ourselves oh. all the time and 
the magic of sitting in your own energy field, that buzz, when you can feel that buzz of energy in your body, it is so incredibly restorative and healing. It keeps you young um, and energized. Mm. Um, like if you ever come out of a meditation, Sarah, and looked at yourself in the mirror mm. and thought, I look like I've just had 10 rounds in the sack. Like I am glowing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are multiple benefits. <laughs> multiple benefits. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you can do to stir up your own beautiful light. Yeah. I mean, like one of the one of the questions I asked earlier was, you know, I don't have the time to meditate or how do you find the time? But it actually sounds like from what you say, it gives you more time in a way because you sleep better. You probably function a lot better when you have finished your meditation. So, yeah. And do you know I what else to, it does, Rachel? Tell me. It gives you the power to say no. Yeah, okay. Give okay, an example. So that, that you come out of a meditation and you look at that to-do list and suddenly you can strike about 10 things off by just saying no <laughs> because you suddenly have spent yeah. time with yourself in your body and you now know what's most important is finding your own, is finding that sense of peace. Like if your heart is beating, you are breathing, if you've got clean water and love in your life, that is all you need. Nothing else matters. And at this time of year, we spent especially Christmas, we spend so much time in judgment of others and ourselves and in comparison. And all of that leads to us feeling like we need to say yes to everything. And our to-do list gets longer and the stress increases because we're trying to keep on top of everything because over here, Jane's doing this and Alex is doing this. And I, we need to keep we need to keep on board. Yeah. We can't be dropping balls. We can't throw it. We've got so many balls in the air. Let's add yeah. another one. Yeah, I can yeah. do it. We can do it. Like, come on. And then suddenly it's just this big, massive spiral and then you have no time. Yeah. <laughs> but we created that situation ourselves. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, we did. Yes. We did. Yes. We did. Um, I think it's interesting. I worked with a kinesiologist for a long time as well. She taught me about the words mind boundaries, which I still stand by because boundaries, you know, are one thing you're going to put in place with a person to say no and oh, I'm not comfortable with that. But actually a mind boundary is the chatter in your brain that you're having a little mind boundary about of, you know, making sure that you also keep those boundaries as well when your mind starts to go down that path of trying to compare yourself or keep up or do this or do that, putting that in place too, you know. It's like it's very powerful. The meditation Mm. gives you that ability to be able to put that boundary in place because you... Yes. Yeah. Like I I say, I love this actually, Sarah, because... (laughs) you're basically saying no to your ego and your dysfunctional thought processes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, totally. That's exactly what it is. No to the dysfunctional thought. I will not have that in my life. (laughs) Yes. That's right. Would you be would you be okay with your friend beating themselves up? No. So then you've got to go, hey, hey, stop. And I hey, I still do it at times. My Mm. brain goes down that path. But it's the more you can do that, you know, the the better off as well, but I just liked that analogy. I always thought it stayed with me, you know, the mind boundary and having that, but also the boundaries. Yeah. I mean, they've taken forever saying no to things, giving less Fs to things, yeah. you know. It's tricky. Yeah. 
But you got to do yeah. it. Yeah. And we do that, that. We do find it hard to say no, don't we? You feel like you've got to say yes to everything you're asked to do. I know I certainly you do say yes way more <laughs> than what I should. And yeah. at what cost? Like it's also it's, it's part of that, I guess, people pleasing. You don't want to yeah. let other people down. You know, that's part of it as well. So it's but hard. It's, to... it's identity too because we want mm. to be that person that other people can rely on. Mm. And it's it's an ego boost. It makes us feel good. And that's yeah. good. Yeah. But it's got to, if once the minute it stops making you feel good, that's the decision that you need to. It's like Marie condoing your brain and your decision. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I but like it. Yeah. But I don't declutter think... the house and then declutter the brain. Absolutely. Before we finish up, I do want to say, though, these are some things that are obviously can feel a bit overwhelming. We've talked a lot about meditation, maybe some of these mindfulness things, sometimes they mm-hmm. can be feel like a stretch. Are there some more simple things people can be doing um, just at this time of their life, especially right you know, right now it is busy, um, that don't seem as overwhelming as some of these things we've discussed that are obviously very, very beneficial and if you can work towards, great, but anything in the meantime? Oh, well, look, anything, spending any time outside in nature, um, I mean, I know this is a sentiment that's done to death, but there's, we, we need nature. It makes us feel amazing. Sunlight, sitting out in the sun, this very simple thing. Make yourself something nourishing to eat and enjoy the F out of it. Like, sorry, mm. I couldn't swear, but it's like, it's, <laughs> or clean out your fridge. Yeah. <laughs> that's therapeutic. You know, I'm not and saying clean the whole house. Just do one thing that's going to bring you joy and you mm. be present in that joy whether it be mopping your floors with your earbuds and listening to I don't know Mm. smashing pumpkins yeah yeah (laughs) you know I always feel all stuff for me I like I have I have a list actually of things that years ago after I had my first baby I did go into a little bit of postnatal depression and I worked out a list that were simple things that brought me joy and one of those things was lighting a stick of incense and oh. having it waft into the house and mm. opening all the doors in my house so that I had the light and the energy because I've always worked with energy, but I needed that flow of air through my home mm. and it needed to smell good because yeah. I can tell you when you have a baby, your house doesn't smell good. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a whole new range of smells that come with a baby. <laughs> but I'm also somebody who is very motivated by aromatherapy. So that worked for me. It might not work for everyone. Another thing of music as well. It's really funny. You know, I'm in the spa industry because I'm a sensory person. And if I've got something nice to listen to, and if I can smell good smells around me, and if I can feel peace and cleanliness, then I'm happy. But if I have even just one of those elements, I'm good. So whether it's just clean up one corner of your house and sit in it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the doors on all the other mess, but just have one pristine place if mm. cleanliness is your thing. The other thing that works with having a clean house is I have, you know, we just get into that moment where the walls are closing in on you and it's just too much and everything feels like a mess. Then I'll walk away. I go for a walk. I'll take the dog for a walk. I'll leave the house and I mm. will meditate in that moment and then I will come back in and suddenly I will see 
how spacious our balcony is and how beautiful it is the way the light flows through into the kitchen and I don't see the mess. I actually see the beauty and the energy of the beautiful space that I live in. So Gorgeous. Remove yourself mm, from this yeah. situation that's causing you stress. Walk like physically, take yourself yes. out and walk away and come back in. Yeah. But you need to do something to change your mindset when you have walked away, mm. so that you're coming in with a place of yeah. love. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing that I do because I love crystals and I've taught all the girls that work this and they all do it as well is we all throw crystals in our bra. Oh, oh do you? Nice. <laughs> yes. Hello. So Tell me more. Me, yeah. So <laughs> citrine is the, the crystal for the, for the solar plexus, for joy, and oh. it reduces anxiety. Um, so one of my girls always has a citrine in her, in her bra. I often have rose quartz because it's the stone of love. And I want that energy to filter through my hands and into my clients. Anything with selenite, which is an energy absorber. Um, so even me just looking at my crystals brings me joy and happiness. Uh, so it, that's me. Everybody yeah. different. What is it for you? Is it making the best Milo ever? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Eating a big block of chocolate. What that one yeah. is. And, and this is an exercise for everyone. As you go through your day today, what is that moment in your day where you actually have that spark of joy? What is it and what are you doing? Are you walking? Are you with your dog? Are you playing with your kids? I mean, I don't often have time to play with my kids, but when I do, actually not resist and let myself mm. do it. It is yeah. incredible. Um, but we resist that. That's, that's something that we do. That's another podcast. Yeah. Um, that is another one. Yeah, that's right. Um, surrender. You know, is it... <laughs> Mm. Or is it sitting in the sun, Sarah, just feeling that sunbeam on your face? Um, is it walking into your garden and smelling the lavender or picking some lavender and sticking it in, in a vase? Like it can be those simple things. That is just your connection yeah. to the spirit, to the love, to something bigger than all the dysfunctional stuff that we think is important. Schedules, mm. time. You know, the, yeah. the expectations of other people and the expectations of ourselves. Like that. that is, that's all up, that's all brain stuff. That's yeah. not mm -hmm. real. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's only real so because true. we're thinking it. If we take no, our totally. brain out of thinking that to looking at the lavender in our garden, <laughs> mm. it's so, such a simple thing. Yeah, it is. Well, um, you don't we take it. it. And that's the very yeah. first thing I said when I came on here was we resist what we need mm. the most. Yeah, it is. And it's so, you know, important. Like I love those tiny little tips, those suggestions that you've got and thinking about the smells and the sounds and the things around you and immersing yourself in nature. Like yeah. they are such simple things. They're inexpensive. Well, they don't cost anything, do they? They're just, it's just being mindful and just, yeah, just doing and those tiny little moments can make a significant difference. And there's there's going to be people listening to this that don't have the. I mean, as I say this, I am very lucky. Um, looking out, I can see, I can see nature, and that's not everybody has that available to them. And they might have to drive somewhere, so drive, <laughs> drive, get but, in the car. But even even mm. if you don't drive, get some plants. A pot plant can bring you so much joy. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Take your shoes off. You know, that's another good one as well. And just stand on the earth, I find. Yes. Very powerful, yeah. but very simple. Very simple. Um, yeah. 
women the ocean if that's available yeah, if to you can you. for sure that's amazing oh my goodness it's amazing Hey, Jill, tell us about your new salon. We want to hear all about it. Yeah, okay. So I'm really proud of it, actually. It's um, it's <laughs> It's been about six weeks overdue, um, but we finally, oh. we finally opened today and I just came straight from there actually giving some beautiful treatments and I just... Um, I, I, all I can say is if you've experienced the spa rooms in Barara, you're going to get the same. Um, we do have the beauty of a really nice open waiting area, which we didn't have in the Barara location. So um, it is a nice place to come with friends. Uh, we can see up to four people at once. So if you're really feeling like you want to come for a treatment and spoil yourself with some mates, come and do it. Um, we have an infrared sauna as well. Now, that's a, that's a session for forced meditation, going yeah. into the infrared sauna, 45 minutes closed in a box. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, you can choose to surrender to it. Look, it's actually yeah. really gentle. It's not like being in a normal sauna. Um, there is no steam. Yeah. Uh, it's just this beautiful penetrative red light infrared light and you feel it like a warm hug it's incredible for pain relief um wonderful for muscle toning and really great for recovery post-workout it reduces all the heavy toxins and um heavy metals in the bloodstream so it's extremely detoxifying so really wow yeah yeah um actually it was really funny i was telling my builder about this um because he was asking about the benefits of the infrared sauna that he's had to build the day spa around. He was joking. Um, <laughs> and he's like, so will I see like all my heavy metals in a pile? <laughs> but it did actually it's such a man thing to say. I know, mm-hmm. isn't it? And I'm like, if only we could. If only. Yeah, we, we could, could visualise it. We, if so, yeah. we could visualise our energy, everything would be different. We would say to us, if we could see our energy as a colour, and say black being in a dire state of stress, if we saw that coming out of us, we would be able to instantly go into a state of meditation and turn it off because we can see the effect of not doing it. Do you see what I mean? Or if we saw that black energy go from us into somebody else, say our child, we Mm. would. But because Mm. it's so esoteric or we can't see it, um, we don't think it's really there, but it actually it is. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry, a total segue there. Um, but the infrared sauna is awesome. And uh, we also have, um, like I said, our spa room's point of difference, which is that meditation. And I've spent a lot of time in intensive training with the new team who are all amazing. I have healers on board. Um, I have people from the five and six star day spa industries coming uh, who are part of the team. Uh, it's a lovely, wonderful experience and and it looks really pretty. <laughs> Well, I will definitely be booking an appointment and coming Mm. and experiencing it because I'll be doing my mini bits of self-care until then, but then I'll be going for a mega self-care. And it's a good Christmas present. So if anyone is wondering, you know, people go, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas? Nothing beats a Mm. gift card or a gift, you know, for, for an experience. It's the best. I don't think I would know any woman that wouldn't want that. Oh. Absolutely. And um, even 
not just thinking for women but also for men as well. Yeah, true. I mean, they also need to get out of their heads and into their bodies. And I actually find with the men that they respond quite well to the guided meditation because it means, I mean, I I don't think they multitask in their brain as much as women do. (laughs) Am I allowed to say that? I think you can. I think we all think that. Much to kick them out of the brain, and the meditation really does work. And I, you know, I, it's unusual to get a man that doesn't fall asleep like during the massage session. So it is a really nice gift to give. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. I do love that. Yeah, awesome. Oh, yes. Oh, well, Jill, thank you so much for coming and chatting to us. I think it's not come at a better time, to be honest. (laughs) All your great advice and your new spa. So can't wait to try it out. Thanks, Rachel. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, Lovely chatting with both of you. You too, Sarah. And I look forward to meditating with you and hopefully seeing you in the spa. Just remember, just it's it's the little things, the small things that bring you joy. The small (laughs) things can make a big difference. Yeah. Take care. Take care, everyone. Pleasure. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Well. I can put my shoes back on now. I took my shoes off for that one to make sure I was grounded during our Good. chat about self-care. Excellent. Thought <laughs> I would give myself that opportunity at least, if nothing else. A lot of great tips, of course. There's a lot in there, but obviously, you know, just picking one and one thing a day or whatever's easiest for you, just something, you know, is a start. And that's the most important thing is that you just become aware of that, I think, and then, you know, just try and do something. But it it takes a bit because we have to allow ourselves that time and be kind to ourselves. I felt in the last couple of weeks I gave up drinking alcohol. Yeah, I've just been more aware of myself and but trying to be more gentle with myself and take a bit better care alongside the alcohol uh, reduction. But it's interesting how that sort of promotes more more self-care. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's been really good. So... It's Christmas. This is it. We're finishing our episode. And so, you know, over this next well, episode and, we and also are, wrapping yeah, up this the is year, I know it's crazy, but a bit of great way to finish, of course, with these tips and take them with you into the holidays and through Christmas and the new year and all of that. And, you know, just be kind and gentle mm. and to others as well. You know, that's always tricky. It gets a bit stressful. There's people working in retail and hospitality under a lot of pressure, you know, now with the return of all these services, COVID's, you know, sort of dissipated and we're living life again. And sometimes places are short-staffed. I think we need to be mindful of that as well and just try and move about with care for self and others as much as uh, possible. Yeah. Me on my soapbox, goodbye. 100%. <laughs> No, no, I mean, it's true. Like, you know, you talk about retail workers and being kind to them, but we've always noticed in our North Shore Mums Facebook group that at Christmas people are snarkier, like they just are. And I think because people are stressed, they've got a lot going on, they might be worried about money, but we do find that it, it can be a time of year where things aren't as kind or people aren't as thoughtful in the way that they reply to things. So, yeah, it's a shame, but maybe with a few of these little self-care tips that Jill has shared, we can just try <laughs> and, you know, work on ourselves a little bit and just generally always think before you post because <laughs> it can be really upsetting. Think people, before you post, you know, yes, that's always that a layer good of one, judgment. It? It's, oh, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. Be kind. 
Yes, but yes, we will be well, away for a few weeks. I think we're going to take the school holidays off because we need to break ourselves as much as we love bringing you these amazing interviews. But we've got a huge back catalogue of fabulous episodes. So if you find yourself with spare time in the holidays when you're walking along the beach or doing clearing out your attic <laughs> or doing whatever you're doing, getting ready for Christmas, we've got heaps of great podcasts. So be sure to hop back and see which ones are relevant to you. And please subscribe to the Parenting Couch podcast and then that way you'll get a notification or it will come up in your little alerts every time a new episode is dropped. Amazing. Thank you all so much for listening throughout the last 12 months and, you know, wishing everybody a safe, happy holiday season, whatever that looks like for you. Take good care. See you. Bye-bye. See you later. Merry Christmas.